Hello and welcome to the Lancet Oncology podcast. Richard Lane with you on Wednesday, May the 15th. Today, the Lancet Oncology publishes an article concerning a very important clinical issue in breast cancer. That is, the timing of sentinel lymph node biopsy for breast cancer patients who receive neoadjuvant chemotherapy. This remains a controversial issue in oncology. So hopefully this article will shed more light on the issue. So let's hear from one of the authors of the paper, introducing himself and discussing the paper with me. So my name is Professor Thorsten Kuhn, and I'm based at the Interdisciplinary Breast Center and the Department for Gynecology in Esslingen, which is near Stuttgart, Germany. Professor Kuhn, many thanks indeed for talking to the Lancet Oncology. What is the background to this paper? Well, I think central lymph node biopsy is the preferred diagnostic tool to determine the lymph node status in breast cancer patients who undergo primary surgery. And actually, lymph node status is one of the strongest prognostic factors in breast cancer and guides local, regional, and systemic treatment decisions. For patients who are treated with neoadjuvant chemotherapy, which is established in locally advanced breast cancer and is increasingly used in early breast cancer, the timing of central node biopsy is controversial. If central node biopsy was performed prior to neoadjuvant chemotherapy, it would provide prognostic information to guide systemic and local, regional decisions. But if sentinel biopsy is performed after neoadjuvant, it would spare patients from axial lymph node dissection who convert from a clinically positive to a negative axial status. Furthermore, there is increasing evidence that the effect of chemotherapy on the lymph node status is a strong prognostic factor itself and could be used to tailor regional treatment decisions such as radiotherapy to the regional nodes. However, Feasibility and reliability of central lymph node biopsy after neoadjuvant chemotherapy has been unclear, especially the influence of chemotherapy on the success rates of central node biopsy has not been clear. And so far, the Sentinel study is the largest prospective study to examine this issue. So what were the specific aims of this study? Well, so far only retrospective studies were available that looked at this issue and one prospective study was not powered to analyze specific subgroups of patients, especially those who presented initially with positive nodes and converted to negative nodes. So it was our aim to provide prospective evidence from a large cohort of patients for the feasibility and accuracy of a standardized, and this is very important, of a standardized central lymph node biopsy procedure in different settings prior and after neoadjuvant chemotherapy. And it was certainly a strength of the study that the same surgeon used the same standardized procedure in different settings of neoadjuvant chemotherapy. The primary endpoint was the false negative rate for patients who convert from a clinically positive axillary lymph node status prior to chemotherapy to a clinically negative lymph node status. And to achieve this, we needed 1,700 patients, which were accrued from 103 centers in Germany. You're just moving into methodology there. I was going to ask you just to, to briefly mention the study design and, and particularly the, the, the forearm nature of the study design. Can you comment on that? Well, the Sentinel is a forearm prospective multicenter cohort study. 103 centers from Germany took part. And it was our aim that all patients registered for neoadjuvant chemotherapy could enter the trial. And what was important, as I mentioned before, neoadjuvant chemotherapy was standardized as well as the central lymph node biopsy procedure. And everything was according to German guidelines. 
and the patients were allocated to four treatment arms according to clinical and sonographic X-ray nodal status before and after chemotherapy. And patients with clinical node negative disease underwent central lymph node biopsy prior to chemotherapy and received no further axis surgery if they had a histologically negative central lymph node. Patients with a positive central lymph node prior to chemotherapy underwent a second central lymph node biopsy after chemotherapy followed by axial resection to examine the question whether a repeat central node biopsy would be feasible and reliable. Patients with initially node positive disease, and this was the most important arm, underwent immediate neoadjuvant chemotherapy and had central lymph node biopsy and X-ray section if they converted to clinical negative X-ray status. And so we could determine the false negative rate. And only patients who had suspicious nodes even after chemotherapy underwent primary X-ray section. So I think it was the strength that patients were treated in different settings by the same surgeons, and so there was a good comparability between the central node biopsy procedure prior and after chemotherapy, which allowed us to analyze feasibility and reliability in these different settings and have information where the chemotherapy influences the procedure. Tell us the exciting bits, the results. How would you summarize the key findings from the study? Well, first of all, we have found that central lymph node biopsy prior to neoadjuvant chemotherapy is associated with an excellent detection rate of 99.1%. This is true even in advanced breast cancer, and I think this is a very excellent result. We then found, and this is a very clear message, that a repeat central node biopsy after previous X-ray surgery is no clinical option because the detection rate was only 60.8% and the false negative rate was 51.6%. What was very interesting that for patients who convert from a clinical positive to a negative X-ray status, the detection rate was clearly less compared to patients who underwent central node biopsy prior to chemotherapy. It was only 80.1% and this is highly significant. So we can say that chemotherapy definitely influences the feasibility of central lymph node biopsy. So what we found was that the diagnostic tool of central node biopsy was more powerful. It, it was performed prior to chemotherapy compared to central node biopsy as a diagnostic tool after chemotherapy. What else did you find from this study? Although we found that the false negative rate was worse when central node biopsy was performed after chemotherapy, we observed a strong relation between the false negative rates and the number of removed central lymph nodes. So when three or more lymph nodes were removed, the false negative rate declined to 7%. We also observed a strong correlation to the technique so when the blue dye was combined with the radiocolate, the false negative rate dropped down to 8%, although this was not significant, statistically significant to the use of collet alone. So the issue is that central lymph node biopsy is less effective after chemotherapy, but it may be that technical modification, like the removal of several nodes or the addition of blue dye may optimize the technique. That is interesting. Not quite 
as straightforward as it may seem. What do you think are the implications for clinical practice from the results of this study? Well, first of all, I think that sentinel biopsy prior to chemotherapy is a very good option and it works. But on the other hand, we have to think about the clinical implications. It appears that possibly the prognostic information of the nodal status may be more important if it was determined after chemotherapy to guide post-chemotherapy regional treatment decisions. But at the moment, I believe that for patients who convert from a positive to a negative axillary status, the routine use of sentinel biopsy is not a very good option, although I think that we should perform further studies to analyze whether an optimized technique may be more helpful to define patients who need not undergo X-ray section or radiotherapy of the regional nodes. The point being, from the patient's perspective, that if there is a way of having chemotherapy before making a decision about biopsy or removal of the nodes, that would be desirable because there would be some patients for whom the effect of chemotherapy would mean that they might not need node excision. That, that's it, yeah. You know, the problem is that patients would derive a benefit if it was performed after that would be desirable, but we found that the tool is not as good. And this is a certain dilemma. We don't know the clinical implication of a false negative rate of 14%, for example, or if we remove only one central lymph node, we have a false negative rate of 24%, and this is quite high. So we think this is not a good clinical option. Maybe, and it's up to you to decide this, you know that in San Antonio, a very similar study, a smaller study, but a similar design was published by the ACOSOC group. The ACOSOC 1071, I discussed this also in the paper, and it is astonishing that they had almost identical results as we had, but they only took one of our arms. I think it is a strength of our study that we have four arms and we com can compare these uh, arms one with another. The ACOSOC uh, presented data only for patients who converted from node positive to node negative. So it was a cohort study only on this arm. This study had very similar results to ours. Well, it's a very interesting study and clearly it's a very important clinical area where st obviously still a little bit of uncertainty remains. As you say, more studies need to be done to more fully investigate you know, this important clinical issue in breast cancer. But clearly your study is a very important contribution to, to our knowledge here. So thank you for the paper. And Professor Torsten Kuhn on the line from Germany, many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet Oncology. Yes, Richard. I thank you very much. Many thanks again to Torsten Kuhn. And do look out for the comments alongside this article. Thanks for listening. See you next time.